0: I look on my phone, and I, I have a DM from ESPN waiting, and they're like, hey, can we, they send the post, and they're like, hey, can we use this content on all our social platforms? Wow. And he's, my dad's continuing to talk, and I'm just not listening and to Mo, anything. Mo goes so out the window. And, go, and, and when one ear out the other. Exactly. So I obviously yeah. say yes, and then it, it goes on their Instagram, um, and just, it, it blows up from there. Okay.
1: Good morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time it is by you. Welcome back to the Underqualified Knucklehead Sports Podcast, Ball State's premier sports podcast. We are in first, but in a close second, and one that is near and dear to my heart is the Indiana Drive with Caleb Zuber and friends. Speaking of, we got the man in the house, Caleb Zuber, alongside co-hosts. I'm Daniel Keene, Andy Newman. God. Totally forgot to introduce, yes. us, but, but we got there in the end. We got if, there. In if the if end. you're
2: here, if you're, if this is episode eight and you're here and you're listening to it, you know who I am. You know who we you are. You know who that is. You the may not know the, who Zuber is. The
1: voice of the voiceless. Yes, little CM Punk moment. Yeah. But we well, got right. We got Caleb Stuver in the studio today. Stuver? Did you say Stuver? Stuver. Okay. In the studio today, Caleb Stuver. How you doing?
0: You never miss the chance to to say "underqualified knuckleheads" this is the premier sports no, podcast no. on this campus. I will say, Andy, you don't you don't seem to tout it I'm as not. much as Dan does. What but do what do you mean? My, you, you don't man. you don't seem to brag as much and kind That's of shove true. it in my face a little bit. As I much don't as shove Dan. it in oh, your face. Hey
1: oh, oh, oh. oh. hey, here's here's how you become the number one. Do you think Stephen yeah. A. Smith became such a name because he was saying? I'm all right. I'll get there one day. No, he didn't. That's true. He he took his you know. he took his takes. Oh. Oh, uh, okay.
2: we're, well, well, well. we're gonna have to believe I mean, that a one up. A minute and fifteen <laughs> in, dude. <laughs> yeah, better than that. Are you we know, kidding?
0: Stephen A. Smith took his We're a family friendly friendly <laughs> family program <laughs> we'll on believe. Indiana in drive, yes. so we gotta oh, believe good. that one. Yeah.
1: We gotta believe that one. Um but we took <sighs> Stephen A. Smith took his bad takes yes. and said his takes were the best in the world. And you know who listened? Everybody who thought they weren't. So, let's keep calling like call yourself. You're you're not no, you're not great. Ball State's Premier Sports Podcast. I'm going to be honest with you. You're Indiana's Premier Sports. <laughs> there podcast we go. Hey. Because it's not hey. it's not the Ball State
2: It's Sports Yeah, exactly. Po- he's not, more yeah. he's more on a like a on a on a national scale. Yeah, right. It's not
1: it's not the Ball State drive. You he's can, can go from one end of campus to the other in 2 minutes. That's yeah. not a podcast. It's the Indiana yeah. drive. Exactly. And Indiana sometimes drive. you go out of Indiana. And sometimes he goes out I'm of Indiana. Indiana. Indiana speaking of, yeah. coming back from Bowling Green last night, Caleb Zuva really likes a good travel trip he does men's basketball women's basketball women's tennis tennis tennis. (laughs) guy will travel for ball state athletic events but you were there for for what was a really close game in the end ball state versus bowling green how was the trip how was the weather
0: yeah i'm gonna preface it i hate to keep talking about the podcast but i do have episode about the road trip releasing tomorrow morning so be sure once you hear this to go check it out um but yeah i mean it's just so fun, and we all make the memes about midweek maction and how yeah. bad the football can be sometimes. Like oh. funny bad, um, this was actually a really good game with those funny moments mixed in, and it's and it's why it's so great. Uh, it, it was unfortunate, you know. You're hoping Ball State can kind of pull something off here in the last couple weeks of the season and, and make a bowl game, and that ended last night, but. I have so much fun watching Kyle Kelly play that – He's going to be you know, good. And he's, he's yeah. going to be around for a little bit at least. I, Hopefully. It was a really great game. Uh, obviously, BG is now 5-4, and four, so they're looking to, to make a bowl game as well. But I have some familiarity with uh, – Bowling Green as well like I've went to a a lot of basketball games at BG over the years growing up because I was only short
1: they have have a nice arena it's great
0: and we went there earlier this year for a game but um love the area been to Bowling Green for like baseball tournaments you know the state basketball regionals like all that stuff so like I have a familiarity with the area yeah love it it's great and uh just getting a chance to go there up with Ryan it uh, was super fun, so we had a good time.
2: I don't know if I mentioned yeah. it before, but my mom went to the first two years of her undergrad at Bowling Green. She really liked it um, from when she was there for a while. Yeah. But I mean, where'd she finish up? She finished up at IPFW, uh, the greatest school in the history of the world outside of Ball State. You Indiana, know, yeah. Indiana uh, Purdue Fort Wayne. Yeah. Well, back when it back and when it was Indiana Purdue Fort Wayne, now it's just PFW. Now it's kind of lamer. Um, <laughs> well, anyway. I don't know. The, the Mastodons, baby. Go yeah. Don's. Mastodons. Go Dons. Don's. Good volleyball. Good men's yes. volleyball. Yes. Yes. Great there. Don's. Go Don's. Um, but. I don't know. Yeah, I've I've heard a lot of good things about the That's campus. Good. I mean, it's, yeah, and weirdly, from what I heard, also this is only the eight like first time in eight years that Ball that State was- has played. Bowling Green in football? That was really weird. That doesn't I mean, make any sense to me.
0: I know they're in opposite divisions. Yes. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. going to be you know a while before you play them. But for it to be eight, eight years, years and Mike News' first time playing Bowling Green, I mean, Which, that was. Has
1: he played every single Mac school?
0: I think they got to be off the checklist now, I feel like. It has to be. If
1: it is, I would love, love to figure out records against each Mac, yeah, Mac school. Yeah, right. Um, probably
2: not great. Yeah. I would assume. Well,
1: yeah, that is confirmed that Ball State will have a losing season this year. Yeah. Even if they win out, they're going to be 6-7 and seven out of bowl eligibility except – Mike new thinks that there may be some will some it be will it be
2: 6 and 7 5 and 7 five, 5 and 7, and seven. yeah oh. because remember it's, it's 6 and 6 again in the yeah,
1: bowl yeah 6 and 6 that's a, yes. that's a f- magnificent record for bowl eligibility <sighs> but, um, yeah um whatever break break it down a little bit for me cuz it makes no sense to me that a team that isn't 6 and 6 can be bowl eligible
0: here's why okay cuz college football is money hungry and they have the, the, G- bowl. The, the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Yes. I was literally like, gonna say the Jimmy Kimmel. So bowl. they have the I think the Pop Tart Bowl is a thing this year, if I'm not mistaken. Hey. So they have an insane amount of bowl games, and if you don't have enough teams that are at five hundred, that means you gotta start going to the five and seven teams. Now Which... you and talking to you before this program, Dan, you brought up a good point. Is Ball State a good enough five and seven to be considered? Probably no. not. I would think with some of the wins that they've had on their schedule, especially
1: one of their wins coming against an uh, FCS yeah. school, and
0: then they beat Central Michigan. And then if they went out, one of those wins would be against Kent State, which is arguably arguably one of the worst you know Division one programs yeah. right now. Uh, so probably not. But I understand him saying
2: that just to give the guy some hope and yeah. to continue to play. I don't know. I mean, at this point in time, you would you would take a, obviously a five and seven Power Five school far before you take a Ball right. State. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just trying to find grasping at straws for them to have any kind of motivation at the rest of this year.
0: The thing is, is is a five and seven. Uh, I don't know minnesota gonna yeah. go play in the boca raton bowl Probably on not, december yeah. 29th they noon. might not yeah i don't that's yes. and that's the that's the thing
1: yeah well that's something we've seen a little bit boca more raton often this is, that was a good one <laughs> um my favorite is the hellman's bowl yeah. with the with the mayo um oh, yeah, which good one. by the way come bowl season we should definitely break down the best break bowls. down the bowls um Bowl breakdown. I think yeah. soup bowls are really good. Yeah. Um, uh, but like yeah. casserole. Do a, we can do a
0: power ranking of bowls. Bowl We power could, power We ranking, could
1: compare yeah. like football bowls <laughs> versus bowls. Yes. Yeah. Like bowl
2: cut. Okay. Yeah.
1: Bowling. Toilet bowl. Toilet yes. bowl. <laughs> salad
2: bowl. I think we said, did we say salad bowl? No, we did not. No, but there we go. There's one.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. What about those bowls that aren't really plates? They just like curve a little bit at the yeah. end. So they. Mm. I like
2: those for like pizza rolls.
1: Big, I love yes. putting pizza rolls I love in putting there. pasta in those. I like putting true. anything that like you need to, sc- like I hate to have a plate because when you're trying to scoop the rest off the plate, it just comes right off the plate. A mm. little curve helps. That's true. Go. Um. But we should break down the Bulls I actually had another topic I was gonna go into oh, oh um, yeah, we need to talk about in, this in recent years uh, we need to talk about teams it. have been declining going to bowls oh well yeah yeah, I, yeah I, so the, I, I yeah, we were yeah I told you I, we were I told th- we were gonna, I, I said we were gonna it, gonna it was off I, I, I know I, I said I I it was off we topic I said okay. it was off topic okay but Whatever. in Continue. recent years teams have been declining going to Bulls which make and if you're declining going to a bowl game, it's whatever. Like, a lot of players will do it because they want to commit to the draft. They want to train. They don't yeah, want to risk it, yeah. risk injury. But if you're already skipping bowl games, what stops you from foregoing, like, parts of the season? And I think that's a slippery slope. I think teams that are bowl eligible, unless they have a very good reason, they should not be able to, like, skip a bowl game. Because nine times out it's... of ten, they get paid to go to them. Here's, yeah.
0: Here's what I think is going to stop yeah you know from it it impeding on the regular season would be these schools rely on game days for a lot of their funds whether it be tv money uh admissions um anything like that so i think i think right now they would be safe from that going on to any regular season but i mean you bring up a good point i teams declining on bulls and players declining on bulls like i don't think they're that different and I think how we frame it too sometimes we get mad at players for skipping bowl games but the same energy isn't there for sometimes teams who decline and I think you bring up a good point in that and there's an interesting conversation to be had about that we can
1: talk about that a little bit more come bowl season yes Um, soon bowl season there's not a lot yeah it's coming um there's not a lot that goes on during bowl season they get really into like whatever weird bowl goes viral like hellman's mayo the cheese it 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 Bowl. bowl You know, a team getting absolutely blown out in a bowl. Idaho potato bowl. Yeah, Yeah, the potato bowl, stuff like that. I'd actually, I'd love, I love potatoes. Potatoes are so good. Eh. But they always, what? Like French fries, man?
2: I like shoestring French fries and like curly fries. You don't mash potatoes? Mashed potatoes are all right. I'm not a big potato, I don't like potato chips. What is wrong with you? I don't like steak fries. This is an interesting revelation. Yeah, this is I, bad. I, I,
0: I do no, not like you, potato you really chips. find out who Andy Caleb, Newman yeah, is I'm on sorry. this I, podcast. Caleb Zuber, <laughs> you want
1: to crazy. be my new co-host? <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can be hanging out with a guy who doesn't like potato, doesn't like chips. potato chips. I don't like potato chips. I've chairs. seen you eat
2: potato chips before. Nope, you've never seen me eat potato chips. Like That's okay, crazy. well those are like
1: I, chips, like, chips, like Doritos. Yeah, They're... you can eat those.
2: Okay, I like just
1: like potato chips. Like what about like sour cream and onion potato chips? No. Barbecue potato chips. No, I don't like barbecue. Original Lay's, just a little salty crunch. Negative. Okay, this is crazy. That might go viral. That should. (laughs) But who does go viral more often than anyone I've ever met in my entire life? There we go. Caleb Zuber goes viral again, this time for honestly what I thought was one of the best Halloween costumes I've ever seen in my life because – The internet
2: did not agree. Some parts of the internet (laughs) did not agree, and we'll get to that.
1: But first, break it down. How did this come to be? What what was the costume? Give us the the origins.
2: Give us the whole day one. Okay. Ground zero. Ryan,
0: we we were originally talking about what we were going to be for Halloween. Shout out Ryan Soraki. Ryan Saraki. He said, you know, we should do the LeBron and Draymond pick, uh, which if you don't know, it's them. I think, I don't know if it was at Draymond's wedding. It was at somebody's wedding, and they're kind of just doing a dance move. And it's kind of become a meme on NBA Twitter yeah. over the years. And so we decided to do it. We went to Goodwill the day of Halloween, or day, the day of this party. Yeah. Uh, just threw it together. Something simple, something small. Didn't require a lot of effort, but was creative. Yes. Uh, threw it together. Uh, and then before we were getting ready to, to go to to this little party, we had, we uh, said, you know, we, we should tweet this out, see if it gets some recognition from some accounts that we yeah. follow. and. So, you know, we kind of talk about this on the, the episode that's coming out tomorrow, too. So definitely tune into I would, that. I but assume so. Yeah. But um, so we, t- we threw it at a couple of accounts that Ryan and I, like, really like and some others that we knew maybe would get it uh, and some accounts that follow us, too, that we interact with a yeah. lot. So we threw it at them. And shout out to Zach Greer because I think he is the underrated part in this. He was the one that took the picture. Got the angle. He's getting better at the camera stuff, (laughs) and it really helped in this situation. (laughs) So he took the picture, and it was at the perfect, like, it took like six or seven takes. Uh, We had to get it right, tweeted it out, tagged the accounts we needed to, and just like, all right, so if a couple people see it, uh, you know, it's cool, get a couple retweets. And then as the night went on, like, certain people started retweeting it and seeing it that you're like oh wow like this is real uh and you know enjoyed the rest of my night whatever woke up next morning went to the colts game and i'm sitting there talking to my dad and uh he, we're talking about the game uh just like what to expect uh against the C- colts against the saints and uh i look on my phone and i, I have a dm from espn waiting okay while Whoa. he's talking And they're like, hey, can we – they send the post. And they're like, hey, can we use this content on all our social platforms? Wow. And he's – my dad's continuing to talk, and I'm just not listening to anything. Mo Mo goes out the window. And
2: and and when one year out the other. Exactly.
0: So I obviously say yes, and then it it goes on their Instagram. um, And just it it blows up from there. And you get more retweets on the Twitter posts. You get, like, 100,000 likes on the Instagram posts. And it's just kind of a surreal thing, you know. Always a dream to like be on ESPN, as it is for a lot of people who are in sports media. So like I don't take it lightly. It's awesome, but um, just actually having my face on it is
2: like, yeah, just wild. Hey, the the r- tweet currently r- sits. The tweet currently sits at 3.8 million views. Crazy. 3.8 million views. It's pretty it's crazy. And on but, ESPN. But this
1: is not the first time you've gone viral. You've gone viral a couple times.
2: Yes. So I
0: I had a TikTok where I was impersonating Stephen A. Smith that got a ESPN comment on it um i had another tweet i don't know if i know time. About that one what was that that was my freshman year it's still up on my okay. tiktok um, Understood. um plug the tiktok yeah. yeah uh i think it's zoo's probably zoo's 35 point I, I think it's a period three five okay there we go uh don't can't remember though yeah.
1: um well, we'll we'll tag it in the show okay first. okay uh yes. and then
0: i also Google. had a a, tw- a funny clip of like draymond sending a bunch of illegal screens that <laughs> yes. ESPN posted post on there. yeah but just again, what was so different about this one is, is again my face, yes. Ryan's face, my Twitter account, like just yeah. all those things wrapped up in one made it pretty crazy.
2: Like, do, but you weren't expecting this whatsoever. Like, you were no. expecting maybe like like ten thousand views or something, like a little bit of engagement from some people. Yeah, like we're underground.
0: We're tagging people that we know would well, you get tag, the like, costume, Ball-Sack sports, right? right? <laughs> and I know, and I know, like I've DM'd with him before. Yeah. Like I, we're cool. Uh, a couple other accounts I interact with a lot, like I tagged them. And yeah. that was like, it, like, just show them, like, look, we did this, whatever. And then just for it to take off, like, obviously, you get that big of scope, you're going to get a
2: wide array yes. of opinions. And... Yeah, yeah, talk talk a little bit about that, like the fallout. Not the fallout, but just it, the... I mean... The the, the, the the interactions that you got with just a different side of the internet.
0: I again, guess. so, like, and I explain this a lot on Indiana Drive, where it's just like, I, I, a lot of people saw my response tweets and yeah, I saw a little bit of them and yeah. they're like dude you know I think even you Andy you were like dude like don't let those people get like it's yeah. fine that me responding to them like that is not where that comes from honestly yeah. the responses for me were like a sh- uh, just I was I was shocked at how many people were ready to be mad online oh like, yeah you hear about oh, that all the time yeah, yeah you hear about it all the time right you know, why is everybody on the internet so mad all the time? It's crazy. But to actually be in the center of it and have people, like, doing that to you, it was kind of just crazy to be in the center of that for a minute. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I am going to respond to some of these people, like, and just try to figure out, like, why do you care so much about a Halloween costume? Like, why are you gatekeeping <laughs> Halloween costumes? That is, I
1: think one of the ones I read was, like, you know, they really missed the mark on this. And he and was quote-tweeted it, and he was like, I think they had a great time. <laughs> like, yeah, I, like, I think I that, had a great time I was talking in that. the third person, like, <laughs> and,
0: you know. But at the end of the day, like, got to laugh at some of the hairline jokes. Like, I can't <laughs> yeah. be that, you know, hard-headed about it. Like, some of them are funny. Yeah. Like, I think uh, it's a
1: double-edged sword of going viral. You have to yeah. kind of
2: be in the mindset to go viral. So, you do. Some of the funny stuff that I that I thought was kind of interesting, at least from my perspective, is that, like, the people that they that saw this Halloween costume when they went out had no clue what was going on. I'm like, that's me. Yeah, Not that was you. Like, you. I were was there. I, I was a guy. I, 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 was... I won't
1: even lie to you. You guys know my view on the NBA. I had to look up the photo. I had right. to look up the photo. Yeah. but but knowing but, but a lot of people do know what it I, is. Mean, I mean, w- the the things I know about Caleb Zuber, if he posts a Halloween costume like that, I know there's got to be something good. Yeah, I will say I my one my one critique. My one critique. You don't get the bottle right. I would just like yeah, the, say the, the arm, the arm to say the arm was, was bad. Yeah, the, the arm bend. The that facial I
0: mean, the, expressions, the, the lean. Is yeah, yeah there, I, but I think the you arm would, is you, too straightforward. You
1: captured. You captured like the vibe. Uh, real quick. Yes. Two of the three members on this podcast are of legal drinking age. The underqualified knuckleheads. Yeah. Sports podcast, podcast does not endorse underage drinking. In like, a couple days here.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> I will also be twenty-one. Very excited for that. But. Why Congrats. didn't you get the right bottle?
0: Yes. Uh, are, are, are you saying Ryan's bottle? Or? Yeah, Ryan's okay, bottle. Okay, Ryan's okay. Bottle. Um, first of all, Lobos in the real picture is LeBron's to keep. It's not his company, but he's invested in that company. So, so that's, that's, what, Draymond's that's assume, what Draymond's holding. That's what Draymond's holding. I don't think that they sell Lobos in Muncie, Indiana. I don't think I've ever found it. So So, with that said, we had uh, a bottle of tequila in our apartment that hadn't even been opened yet. And we just said, you know, might as well just take that. So a couple people did point that out too, but Lobos again I think it's expect- expensive but I wouldn't know because I don't even know where they sell it around. That's fair. Yeah. That's
1: fair. And hey, it, it, it still worked out like I said, you guys captured the vibe and I think Soraki does a great job yeah. with, with the Draymond, the lean yeah. back. Yeah, you don't have the arm bend, you don't have the lime in the gra- in the glass but it's imperfectly yeah. perfect. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's it's what you want from a Halloween costume. I've never it was been fun. never been big into the Halloween guy but after this, I think I'm firmly figuring out something cool to Th- do next there's year. There's so
0: much you can do. There's so um, much you can do.
1: On the note of Halloween costumes, did you guys see the Mike McDaniel's kids, like the yeah. children yes. dressing up as Mike? I'm I'll a big Mike McDaniel's guy. Like, I loved, love I
2: that. loved his, I loved his reaction. He's just like, I don't even know. how <laughs> yeah, that doesn't how to process. That, that, that does not compute to me. Yeah. That just, I, <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that doesn't compute to me. But a, no, but, but you, you, I think embodied what Halloween costumes should be, though. Just having fun with that, and I and I think, but and it, but it didn't. And then also with the whole tweet and stuff, there was one thing that you really wanted to have happen. Didn't. So it, it was almost the perfect run. Almost. And then what were we waiting for that never happened? Well,
0: ESPN in their Instagram photo yes. tagged at King James. Yes. And, like, I mean, geez, I already made it on ESPN. What, yeah. what more could you wish for? But we yeah. were really, like, Please. that close yeah. to
2: LeBron noticing who I am, yes. who Ryan is. Which would have been
1: I would have loved wild. him putting
2: that on his on his Instagram. If, if LeBron, like, if LeBron reacts hard. to that on his Instagram, I think that makes your life.
0: Last thing I want to say is, like, <laughs> For me, um, I just enjoyed the amount of enjoyment other people got out of it. Yeah, I know. And like getting all the people who are like, I I smiled when I saw this, that was super cool for me. Yeah. Uh so that was like probably for me the best part about it.
2: Yeah, and it was it was cool seeing you on like a platform like that. Yeah. I think I mean we've seen your tweets on there and stuff before, but actually seeing you and siraki's mugs up yeah. on ESPN was awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. Pretty yeah. cool. It's pretty cool. Speaking of the NBA. You know our opinions on the
1: NBA, but the NBA is back.
2: I'm trying to get back into it a little I'm trying bit. to get back I'm into it. I'm so trying to made. get
1: those Pistons going. The Monday Night Football this pistons. week.
2: Pistons.
1: Uh, well, I guess the, you're the, you're, the I Detroit Pistons. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday Night Football this week, um, Lions, uh, Red Wings, and Pistons all played. So I caught yeah. a little bit of every game. Nice. Um Give me your holistic approach to n b a watching you know you're a big n b a guy you're a big like you're a big n b a guy you've yeah. always
0: been yep what does it do for you spiritually okay so i think for me i i mean i just you say big n b a guy but I just love basketball. Basketball is what I played growing up. it was my sport that I gravitated towards and Sometimes when none of my friends growing up gravitated towards basketball, I was the only one. And you know, just the, the hours I spent shooting the basketball over the years, uh, I just I just love the sport. Um, it's it's that natural love for the sport that I'm sure you know anyone would have for football or anything like that. Um, yeah. For me, I think it can be hard, especially early in the season when you want to try and watch everyone. There's some bad teams out there. <laughs> And it can be a hard watch sometimes. A, like Washington Wizards, although they have some fun players on their team. Like there's teams like that where it's like, how do people watch this? Like the Washington Wizards are throwing uh, lobs off the backboard down 20 in the third quarter. Like that, you know, and, and that can turn people off, right? So like that that's the kind of stuff that happens in the NBA. But once you get past that and you realize, you know, the teams that are good um, and, and you go on into the season in December, January, February – and you start really watching how the best teams of basketball play yeah. the game. Uh, obviously, the Golden State Warriors. There's nobody who plays the game more beautifully than they do in terms of their ball movement. I mean, it, it's poetry for me. Uh, Not and the Cavs, the Cavs, <laughs> they play a little bit more of a of a of a sloppy game. Same with same with someone like the Knicks. Um, but like, there's beauty in that too. I think calling back to, like, the old days with with how the Cavs play with a lot of their big guys. Yeah. Um, But, again, you have other teams like the Celtics who have five uh, all-star caliber players in their starting five or, like, people who have been all-stars in the past. Yeah. Um, I think, honestly, holistically, Dana, I don't know if that answers your question, but, uh, you know, really once you get to, like, that stretch run towards the playoffs. Once everybody's done watching the NFL, I think it's fun to watch the best teams compete. And then when the yeah. NBA playoffs, it like watching Jokic play, Ugh. like I like his post game interviews. It's great. Bro doesn't care. And and I think Jokic taps into something where it's like, I think basketball has this maybe more than any other sport where it's just like, how does that dude at that size do that? Like you look at yeah. KD who can, he's lengthy and he's tall. Like he could shoot over anyone. Obviously, you got Victor Wembanyama now. Like, how does crazy, he yeah. shoot threes, and how does he like operate on courts? Crazy. Yeah. And you have Jokic, who looks like look, you know, the dad bod jokes in the <laughs> yes. past. I'm not gonna say he has that now, but you're like, how does that average yeah. 28 and 10? So I think he's no DK Metcalf. Like, you look at DK Metcalf, and you're like, oh, to me, of course that guy's gonna jump up and moss yes. somebody. <laughs> look at his build. But then you're like Jokic, and it's like, how does he get to wherever he wants when he's like the slowest moving guy on the court? And then so, you get Doncic like that too. Yeah.
1: I mentioned to you a week or so ago, but like I think th- something beautiful, beautiful about the NBA is, I mean, it happens a little bit in soccer. You think like Lionel Messi; he's an under, undersized guy. He's yeah. not, he's small, but he's fast. His dribbling is unbelievable. Like he, he made that difference. Despite his yeah. physical capabilities, but the NBA is, is is a is a place where you see it most. But you got two guys who, if you saw them on the street and you've never watched a, a, a second of NBA basketball, and they said that's a pro basketball player, you'd be like, no, it's not. Like no.
2: Aside from the height,
1: it's not, it's, no, but <laughs> but you see tall guys who look yeah, like that, and you're like, eh. But then it's like it's also like it's Jokic's you know, complete. Disregard for playing of the sport. Right. Guy cares about his horses more than he cares yeah. about how, anything. How
2: does that feel? Like, I don't. I don't know how right. I would feel if I'm like a Nuggets fan, or not, or like or if, if, even as a Colts fan. Putting it in this perspective, if, if Andrew, if Andrew Luck would have said back in the day, like, yeah, I don't really care. Um, great, we won the Super Bowl. I'm gonna just go back to Stanford, and we're gonna write some essays. I would say it's, don't great, care. it's a great
0: question. Yeah, and it's honestly some you know. That I think about a lot is how it lands with the fans. But here's the difference in this sport, in my opinion, compared to anything else. Yeah. I think about this with Giannis. I think about this with Jokic. I think about this with someone like Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. When he he forced a trade from the Spurs, went and won a title with the Raptors. Mm -hmm. A championship validates everything. There were so many questions about Jokic and falling short in the playoffs. If he hadn't won a title and he was still saying – this that, stuff about yeah. his horses, it would land completely Horrible. different. But because yeah. he's got a title now, he can say, say what he whatever wants. whatever yeah. he wants about that. And it's like, well, he produced in the playoffs. It's not like he doesn't care, you know, at all. Yeah. I mean, and I, so yeah.
1: it reminds me of uh, one of my one of my favorite soccer team, Arsenal. We have a, a player, Ben White, Benjamin White, Benny Blanco. The guy, he is he's a very gifted player, very good player, super composed, plays the game very very well. Does not care. Like, they ask him in post game, like, oh, did you catch the Manchester City score or something like that? And he goes, no, I don't watch. I don't watch games. I don't – why would I watch games if I'm not playing in them?
0: I think it's an interesting conversation we had, too, because I think a lot of times as fans, like, we want our our players that we root to, for to, you know, blood, sweat, and tears this thing. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a these job. guys' jobs, and yeah. they want to get their check and go – do stuff in their free time, like and
1: I get that, and I honestly, I am, I'm, I'm a more of a proponent of that. Like when, like when you see Miles Garrett, or uh, last year it was, uh,
2: who, who, who are you super
1: here? super blanking on their name, but either way, Miles Garrett's like super big into anime, or like ah. players when they when they get really big into their anime, or they show like that more. Yeah. You know, I'm just a guy. Like, yeah, I can run a football, or yeah, I can mm-hmm. def- beat most offensive linemen mm-hmm. in the NFL. But I'm also just a guy who likes anime and dogs.
0: Like, right. like yeah. I
1: love seeing that out of my players.
0: I, I think also just the other thing is, like, some dudes just want to get their stats too. And yeah. if they care about stats more than wins, like, yeah, I understand how sometimes that is a bad thing for especially championship-level team. But also, like, we should applaud people who care about winning more than anything. But I also, I think sometimes we're too harsh with people who are just like, I want to show up, play really well. And go home. Get my check and go home.
2: Yeah, I mean, hey, if it works for you, clearly it works for Jokic. Yeah. What am I to knock it? Yeah. I mean, hey. Yeah. You know what? I exactly exactly what you said. If he didn't win a championship, it would land completely different. Land completely mm-hmm. yeah. differently. I
1: completely yeah. agree. Uh, so just to wrap out this segment yes. with your expertise in mind, NBA Finals. <laughs> Ooh, I'm, I'm making you pick in November. It's been like I'm a making week. you. I'm making yeah. you pick in November. Give me your so, complete overrated. Shot in the dark right. NBA Finals matchup. So
0: I I hate the Celtics. I'm gonna be honest. Got uh, a couple of friends who like root for the Celtics, and I just they, they're so over the top with everything. Bryce. And <laughs> oh. I, I, hey, I wasn't gonna I, name drop. I'm thinking of other people, but Bryce does <laughs> kind of fall in that category. Yeah. Um, but he, I mean, he's a true fan. Can't yeah, take it from is. him. Um, he, is a, he is a diehard. He is. So with Jackson Stenger shout out. With that in mind. Um, like obviously, it, it pains me to, to pick them because I've tried to pick other teams in the East in the past. I do think with the changes they made, adding Porzingis and Drew Holiday, <clears throat>
2: excuse me,
0: I think they're gonna get through uh, as it looks right now. Now we got to see how Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo that play is, together. That's gonna be I, so.
2: Dame just had a horrible game yep, though, didn't he? Yep. Yes. And
0: it's too early to tell right now. So but yeah. that said, the Celtics look really good. I think this pick can obviously change. But I'm gonna say Celtics have looked the best right now in the East. And then in the West, there is so many teams that you could see coming out this Lakers, Suns, Kings, Warriors, uh, Nuggets, obviously. Yeah. I think right now, I haven't seen anything. The Nuggets lost Bruce Brown in the offseason, didn't make any major additions. Yeah. I haven't seen anything to be like, they're not getting back. So I'm going to stick with the Nuggets. I know that's kind of like uh you know, just sticking with the champ. Why are these Nuggets Celtics?
1: Yeah, for a long time I think it was the Nuggets would always go number one seed in the West and never really make it much Mm -mm. much past the conference finals. And then it became a conversation of like, oh, they don't have the guy. Like Mm -hmm. they don't have a star. But then they Jokic rose to that. But then Jokic rose to that and now they win a title and and I think that's a that's a big testament to you know, you don't always need a super team. Mm-hmm. You don't need to combine the, you don't yeah. need a big three to win a championship. And I really liked seeing that out of the Nuggets last year.
0: L- last thing I'll say on the Nuggets though, is they have, when, when the, the calling of a great team is you always have that go-to, obviously the go-to guy, but within that you have a go-to action or play yeah. that you could have. And the in the Nuggets, so I'll say this for the people maybe who haven't watched them as much in the last couple of years, when Jamal Murray is healthy Mm -hmm. and obviously Jokic is out there if when they run an action where Jokic is at the elbow and they can run a dribble handoff with Jamal Murray um that like if their offense is stalling for a couple minutes they know that they have that in their back pocket they run a screen and roll with Jamal Murray and Jokic and to me it's the most unstoppable play right now in the sport has been for the last couple months so that to me when come postseason time you know when you need a bucket. You you need something like that. So I would say, if, like if you turn on a Nuggets game, just watch for that action. They usually do on the right elbow. So,
2: I just hey, NBA coaches, listen up. Yeah, no, well, I, it's just an <laughs> it's, it's a, just
0: seeing what NBA coaches are doing with those yeah, two, hey, and it's hey, smart.
1: Hey, uh, ESPN may be featuring him right now, but they'll be employing him in <laughs> a couple yes, years. There no we sweat. Go. Um, Actually, there's a slight chance we might go over time, and I have a 5.30, mm-hmm. so I'm going to switch up some stuff. Cool. I'm going to put Colts and Raiders last so that if I have to bop cool. out, you guys okay. get your Colts time. Um, let's talk NFL trade deadline first, which was this past weekend. Um, not a lot. like Well, no. a lot and a little at the same time. I'm going to I'm gonna start with the two big ones, both coming out of the Commanders. Uh, Chase Young to the 49ers and yeah. Montez Sweat to the
2: Bears. Bears? Yeah. I think it was Bears. Yes, it was. Yes. Um, which, which, I my, have some thoughts on that. Mm, I, thoughts I'll, go. Yeah, I go yeah, yeah. Thoughts on Montez <laughs> Sweat to the Bears. What are the Bears doing giving up a second-round pick for a 27-year-old when all they should be doing right now is trying to ride the ship? Like, there's, that's a move you make if you're trying to win a championship. The Bears are winning nothing. You, they gave up fantastic draft capital, a high pick, they're going to get a high so pick a in the second, second round. The second round. Yes. For someone who, like Montez Sweat so, who has a timetable on him yeah. instead of a pick that could help them in the future. like it, This is a move you make if you need to win a championship and you need to keep peace in that area. I think, It makes no sense. I think
1: we'll talk about the, the, the loss of the commanders, but I think the commanders actually win this trade because they don't, yeah. don't want to pay Montez Sweat for his yeah. production. They're able to offload him onto another team. What were you going to say? I,
0: I was going to say, like, it's a move the team makes for a championship. Yeah. But as the more I thought about this move, I think about Ryan Poles, the GM of the Bears. Um yes. He's been under a lot of scrutiny the last couple of years. To me, it feels like a move to save his job and win some games down the stretch so he can stay around for so it's more year, of a self-centered right? move and <laughs> and honestly like i get it like obviously this guy's job yeah. is on the line but when you look again i 100 agree with you if you look at where the bears are going i mean justin fields is hurt you got a d division two quarterback from last year starting right now for them you're not going which is crazy anywhere so I, crazy. it
2: made no sense to me i agree with you i, I was really disappointed honestly yeah I, I this is maybe a little bit of a an offshoot of this but I always enjoy finding out the random quarterbacks that ended up playing. Yeah. They end up playing in the NFL season. No, you that's never good. Expect I love that. Whoever this guy is, what is what is his name? Bag, bag, badgett. badgett ba- Tyler Badgett, I think. Badgett. Thank you. Um, I just some random dude from D 2 yeah. nowhere. I'll
1: give you the two dollars in my wallet if you can say what school he played at.
2: Uh, 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 Ball State University. <laughs> um. Uh, ah yeah, shoot, I, I I couldn't I tell you. They yet. said it on the broadcast. Uh, Go ahead, Bishop Sycamore.
1: Wait, I actually got to find it. I can't. It doesn't just pop up yeah. immediately. Crew history: Chicago Bears, high school, yes. college.
2: Shepherd, what? what? Shepherd? That's crazy. Shepherd
1: like, see, like... in Shepherdstown, West Virginia. D two.
2: It's just the, it's just crazy the amount of just random people that you would have never I, expected. I think also
0: the NFL is an interesting point. We don't have to get into this, but I did want to say like with that. I think the quarterback play as a whole in the league has dropped significantly in the last five years or so. It felt like yeah. half the league five years ago had a Super Bowl-caliber quarterback. Oh yeah, It feels like that's numbers like and 10 you or a, less now. And yes. honestly...
1: With with all due respect to how good they are, I blame guys like Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Brock Purdy. Skewed the these data. Guys Brock, who, no. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy came in. Purdy in that. Brock party? Purdy came in and played phenomenally. Did you? I did think... anybody in the world expect Brock Purdy to play the way he did? No. I. So I did just anyone in say the I world really the same
2: caliber of quarterback as Patrick Mahomes? I don't Not think the that's...
1: caliber, but kind of what they did. Oh, did okay. you expect Pat Mahomes to be doing what Pat Mahomes? No. Is no, no. no.
0: And I think also with that, like. Because Pat Mahomes is so good, you feel like you need someone on that level. So you you're faster to get rid of somebody too, uh, mm-hmm. to try to find that person. Yeah, no, yeah. but I
1: do know what you mean. I think I think we did. We were very very blessed with a very good, like
2: with even fantastic. with, with the injuries, injuries
0: in, now and just yeah. the it, the recycling of the position. I just don't it was, think it's it in was the, the, the same butting
2: spot. up at the end of the era of yeah. like the Manning and the Breeze and, and the Rodgers I mean, and the Rivers and all of them, and the beginning of this new kind of era of the yeah, guys yeah. that were passing the torch. Is right when that match. That was, I, that was like a great time, time to be yes. an NFL fan. Honestly, speaking,
1: yes. speaking of quarterbacks, big injuries to Kirk Cousins, torn Achilles. That's a blow. I'm a big, I like Kirk Cousins. You know, even NFC up. North,
2: Big Kirkko woke up broken like this, and I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. Sad. Her, it breaks my heart because I, I really is. like Kirk. I like her. Yeah. I, like I will Kirk say too.
1: respect the day after the injury, he's still at Vikings camp yeah. doing the Saw charity that. stuff H- for H- him. So is
2: Ar. Ar is still around at Colts. I drew, mm-hmm. I appreciate that a lot. I think that's cool. That
1: kind of says a lot about their character, yes. not just as quarterbacks, but high as character people. individuals. Um but in order to compensate for that, Minnesota gets uh, sends a sixth round pick to the Arizona Cardinals for Josh Dobbs and a seventh rounder. I think the the Vikings win this trade only because like the like the Cardinals have Kyler Murray coming back. So they yeah. get a guy well actually maybe even the Cardinals win this now because they already they get a guy they signed on yeah. as a free agent. Um they yeah, they get a free six-round pick. Yeah, they and, get a free a good six-round pick. And play out of Josh Dobbs for a And they a get a good weeks. couple weeks out of yeah. Josh Dobbs. A lot yeah. of respect for Josh Dobbs, though. He's been, this is his third Journeyman. team in one season, though. You know, That's a whole new offense he's got to learn, a whole new team he's got to learn. That's that's pretty good.
0: I was, And I was going to say this. I That's why I'm not sure if I like this for the Vikings. I understand yeah. you look at their their conference and their schedule, and it's like maybe we can sneak in once we get like Justin Jefferson back, stuff like yeah. that. But – This trade is happening in the middle of the season. You have a quarterback who can't – he's not going to be able to play this – he's not like a cornerback or a running back that can just plug in and and learn the plays. No, he has to learn all of the plays. That's going to take at least another week, two weeks. So then you're looking at week 10, 11 before he's even going to get in. How is it really worth it to to send a draft? I don't know. I, if I were them, I wouldn't have. But I understand you got to keep guys engaged. You got to keep guys feeling like they have a chance to do something this year, and and they and they do in that conference.
2: And and but your only other option is whoever the heck Jaron Hall is, like yeah, like I, from he, BYU. He's starting this week. Yeah. That is just yeah, he is he does have a, because the other, the other option you had was Nick Mullins and he's on IR too. Yep, he's on which, IR for a little while. Yes, too. and I mean and Nick Mullins is a serviceable. He's one of those guys that you right. throw in there. Um, he's played we played for the Niners yep. for a little bit there when Jimmy G was hurt. Um, I don't know. I don't know why a team. I don't know why in my mind. I know that he's already been traded. I don't know why in my mind the Vikings aren't calling up the Cowboys and seeing what Trey Lance has got going on. Agreed. I don't know. I mean, like, Cowboys
0: are probably holding on to Trey Lance, though, man. Like, they just traded him. But, I, I mean, I agree. Yeah. I think also with that, like, I wonder what the Niners are thinking about getting rid of Trey Lance. Like, Purdy has struggled the last couple weeks. If that trend continues, like, they could be left yeah. with nothing. Yes. Honestly. Yeah, that I mean, could be ugly. Now, Darnold's there, and we've been hearing great things about how he's been playing in camp and yeah. stuff like that, and they're ready. But, like, are, it's just – I don't mean to go to – I guess it's a good transition to the Chase Young trade, but yeah. – the fact that the Niners are that good at every position other than quarterback is unbelievable. And how, how sustainable that has been over the past couple of years to me is one but of even, the— But even with Brock Purdy, I think I don't think he's a top
1: five. I think he just breaks the top ten on his good days. But Brock Purdy's a quarterback that, you know, with what, what they've surrounded yeah. him with, they can win a Super Bowl. They can. And that is big—sorry, not to cut you off, but, You're good. but with the Chase Young— the Chase Young trade is 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 a win now, we need to right. win now, because the commanders have everybody and their mother to pay at that's, the end of the season. See now,
2: that's a trade that is actually making sense. That's the exact same trade as the Montez Sweat trade, in my opinion. It's a plug, and we need to get this guy to win a championship, yeah. improve our positional value. But you're the Niners and actually have a shot at winning something, yeah. as opposed to the Bears. Yeah. Whoever shot at winning nothing.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm about. I'm gonna cut you off just real yeah. quick because I I do there have to go. hop out. Yeah. Thank you so much for yeah. joining us, Thanks, Zuber. I'm gonna soapbox on two things real okay. quick. Donovan People Jones gets traded to the the Lions. It's a good. It's a really good trade for the Lions. They got a big physical receiver on the wing, a, a place where they need a little bit of yeah. depth, but also. Donovan Peoples Jones went to Cass Te- Technical High, Stru- High School in Detroit, Michigan, played at University of Michigan, Homecoming. coming back home, Dumb. you know. I-, I love that. I love seeing that. And then one more thing, you know, it's not every day you beat a team so bad that they fire their head coach and yeah. GM. You know what? Best team in the NFL. 3 and 0 on primetime. <laughs> Call them the Primetime Lions. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. I don't even care anymore.
2: I don't even care. Even after even after Ravens, even after Ravens week.
1: Okay. I'm not drinking all the Kool-Aid. Uh, yeah, I'm drinking like
2: half the Kool-Aid. I would drink, yeah. i drink but, make
1: maybe a but half I, a but gallon. But I think that's th- the reaction to the Ravens game, though. Yes. You know, no one pulled any fire alarms. Nobody freaked out. Nobody abandoned ship on this Different
0: team. Different than the old well, the old Lions. Yes.
1: Brand new Lions, man. New Lions. Brand new Lions. Zuber, thank you so much yeah. for joining us. Of course, man. Andy, I'll
0: talk to you in a bit. Yeah, you will. Uh,
1: cool. I'll see you guys. Cool. Okay. This conversation.
0: Uh, let's st- I, I say we stay on the Niners. Yeah, yeah. No, I think so as well. Um... But I, I again, just n- now that Nick Bosa, and Chase Young are on the same defensive line as Ohio State fan Crazy. myself. Oh yeah, seeing that where in 2018 uh, Bosa missed a lot of the year. Yes, um, just kind of sit out. He was hurt, and then he just sat
2: out for draft purposes. So to see that come to fruition is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but especially, again, especially now, like, and that could even come out in a Super Bowl. Like yeah. you could see that play out right. in a Super Bowl, which is cool. I think. I, I would like to get your thoughts on this too. Yeah. It feels like John Lynch, GM of
0: the Niners, can just trade make any trade he I wants. I saw that tweet from you. Yeah. I, I tweeted that right away. Yeah. I, I now and we can get into the Colts too. I don't yeah. think they should have made any moves at the deadline. No. And and, and, and they were good, staying well, well, pat.
2: Well, who's the guy that they were trying to get on like corner that people were saying we needed to get from the Bears? Was, uh, it? Uh, was it You know who I'm talking uh, about though, right? V-
0: uh
2: Yes, I know who you're talking about, but I can't,
0: I can't Whatever. The name. It's besides the point. Um But anyway, yeah, like feels like John Lynch, for all the things that I think uh Jalen Johnson was, was the name. Yeah. Um, okay. But um for all the things like, things that Colts fans get on, you know, Ballard for, like one of his crises, like he hasn't traded much, and which yeah. is fine if that's your philosophy, but it feels like John Lynch
2: can build a roster through the draft and yes. make any trade yes. that he wants. Like I mean, hey, he he's traded for CMC, he's traded for Chase Young. I mean, and these are guys that are going to play a very active yeah. roles. So, I mean, CMC is his whole team at this moment, in my opinion. I mean, CMC kind of runs that place. Yeah, and he traded for what for nothing? I mean, essentially, I remember he got CMC at low because he was after it was after the year that he was just pretty much out for the whole time for the Panthers. He's still kind of trying to work back. I just he he can do it. I don't get. I think John Lynch. He's already in the he's already in the Hall of Fame for his uh, efforts on the field with the Broncos and everything. But dear God, this man and I think the Buccaneers too, yep. The Broncos, the Bucks. Yep. Um. But this guy, honestly, I don't know how they do Hall of Faming for uh for that as well. He could make it yeah. into GM. Yeah. I don't know how that works. I don't. I don't Does know. He's got another bust.
0: I I, I don't <laughs> think so. He might just get his resume added to. it. I yeah, don't know I don't. like how that works. But uh, the CMC trade was. Christian McCaffrey and a fifth-round pick for uh, the second, third, and fourth from the Niners in 2023. So that's already you already you know got that yeah. through. So now you got you got all your picks back and an extra fifth in this year's draft. Um, so I, that that was crazy to me. Uh, I don't know how you block a, a Nick Bosa, Chase Young, Eric Armstead
2: uh, defensive line. Um, well, and here's another thing, if. If they wouldn't have made—honestly, I think at this point it's probably a poor trade uh, with the Colts for DeForest Buckner, that yeah. DeForest Buckner trade. I think the Colts ended up winning that trade. If DeForest Buckner is still on that defensive line— uh, Disgusting. Holy
0: cow. It, it's disgusting. Yes. I, I, I They have built through their defense now. It'll be interesting once they have to start re-signing some of these guys. Yeah, that, um, that's going to be a big thing. And yes. obviously, like Fred Warner is an absolute freak. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I don't I don't know how – now, Philadelphia, if they play San Francisco, like huh. I feel like their defensive line and Philadelphia's offensive line just kind of cancel each other out. I mean, they're so really yeah. – I think they're going to have their way both ways. Like there's going to be yes. plays where each are going to, you know, dominate. But um, that, that would be an interesting matchup to see. But it obviously feels like the Niners are like, we know that we're probably going to face that offensive line yeah. in
2: the future. Let's go get somebody that can get through. And I just – all of this kind of is on the crux that they win a championship, though. They got if to. They, if they bring in all, of this, all this talent and they do all this stuff and then at the end of the day they can't re-sign any of them and they win nothing, it was all for nothing. Which, in my opinion, comes back to what? Their quarterback. Yeah. And
0: if yeah. they don't win the championship, I really feel like those – the reason that people – People are gonna put or the place to yeah. people are gonna put blame is
2: the quarterback position, which is crazy. If they'd have hit on that Trey Lance pick, oh my god! Yeah, like Trey Lance got drafted with who? It was it was the it was, Mac was, Jones, Justin Fields, Justin class. Field, um and Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence was number one. So if the Niners were a little worse that year, just a little, they could have nabbed Trevor Lawrence. I think. Um, Imagine Trevor Lawrence at the helm of that team.
0: If if I remember correctly, I think the Niners may have traded up for that pick, but it wasn't by much, though. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't by much. I do, I do um, kind
2: of remember, but like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even if they had, if they had a premier quarterback at the helm, yeah, especially so, a young one. So yeah, that's wow. the, and that's the point is
0: that this team would be like this, the Patriots every yes. year. Um, they would like, like it. It's kind of crazy. Um. Yeah, so we'll see what happens down the stretch here, but I don't
2: know. I don't know. And then uh, I think another another um, uh, trade we have to talk about is Contavious Street uh, going from the Eagles to the Falcons. Oh? <laughs> that Okay, uh, just for for just for clarification, I'm on uh, another thing. It's called – or another thing? Yeah, radio show. Radio show. How about that? It's called uh, the Fantasy Express with Bryce Demsevich with Dylan Selke. I've talked about that before, the spread and Bryce opens up our little segment talking about the trade deadline and goes and that's well Cantavius Street off. is going to the Falcons and I go I tried to start giving like analysis and I'm like I don't know who this man is so who is Contavious I'm going
0: I'm going <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to try and find uh some of his some of his stats here because I I, I honestly I don't know who the man is his pro football reference page. Here we go. There we uh, go. He's played in eight games so far this year. Wow. Um, looks like uh, he 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 was a starter at in uh, New Orleans and San Francisco the okay. past couple years. Um, for his career, he has six and a half sacks. He's played mind you, he's played five years. Yeah. Um, not great. Tackles looks like he's got 74 five career <laughs> tackles.
2: All right. Um, yeah. But yeah,
0: definitely a move at the deadline that moves the needle. A blockbuster
2: uh, trade in yeah. my opinion. Uh, Shout <laughs> out Bryce Tim <Dem> Savage. <laughs> Bryce Tim Savage for ripping that one off <laughs> as the first thing to keep viewers engaged in our NFL trade. deadline. He series. had a forced fumble in 2021. You know what? Now <laughs> the peanut punch is really this guy's specialty. <laughs> one forced fumble. 2 years ago. and I
0: read it wrong. He he's only started 5 games in his career, but
2: he has gotten action in okay, all the games all right. in his career, but yeah, he's only started so 5. He's, he's, so he's a Tony Brown kind of guy. <laughs> Something like Shout that. Shout out Tony Brown. Shout out you for being on the roster still. Yeah. I I think I had um I had a couple a couple of my friends tweeted out the uh um Jamal Adams uh they must have cut me. Yeah. And said this is Tony Brown on Monday. After that <laughs> horrendous Horrendous showing in Indianapolis this Listen. past Sunday of Tony Brown getting burnt every single play, and I'm sure Zuver, you and your your dad, Mo Zuver's, just season ticket money just went right into the right place for that. You know, I'm we sure.
0: question sometimes. Uh, not we, <laughs> my dad pays for the ticket. <laughs> I, I know, do, yeah. but uh, my dad questions like, why do I do it? Sometimes we always have fun at these yeah, games, well, and it's well, always a pleasure. It's always but a great experience. It's always amazing, but and you always leave depressed yes we've won
2: like <laughs> three home games in the past two years so like that's a lot of losing I'm zero three at uh, the three I've been to three games this is like the most frequent I've been to Colts games in a while a long time I'm zero three yeah I'm gonna go to another game after Thanksgiving I'm going to the Buccaneers, Buccaneers game, game. if we go zero four in my all my four Colts games I will cry yeah I mean it's so
0: so it's rough but and obviously you know Brown is trying he, it's not like he's not yeah. giving maximum effort out there but at the end of the day like
2: he's a backup corner he yeah. is it's what he yes. is
0: and you try to have him cover Olave or Shahid who's a speedster like it's just not going to happen it's just not going to happen so he he got burnt he got he got torched and <laughs> I, I i there's no other way to put it no. he, i'm sure and i'm sure he'd be for, the first to tell you yeah. um but as far as you know I, I i do take issue with some Colts fans being like oh you know this this is on Ballard. Like this is, you know, unbelievably bad. Okay, yeah, it is, but we need to stop acting like this is some revelation that happened during the season that there's no cornerback depth when we knew this yeah. all along. Yeah. That and, and we're acting like the not having cornerback depth is costing the Colts a chance at winning a Super Bowl. Guys, Like we all agreed (laughs) before the season that we we don't know what this season's going to be, but we know it's not going to be anything great. So I I do take issue with some fans acting that way, acting like this is costing us something. And
2: and hey, all all four of our corners that were in line to start at the beginning of the end of last year have either A, been traded for a fifth-round draft pick to the Cowboys, B, bet on our own team and got suspended – uh, and yep. got cut. C uh, tore their Achilles and are out for the year. Yep. Or D, I don't even know where Juju Prince is right now. Did he get hurt? Easy out for a while? He's, been, he's been hurt, and like in know, the action that yeah. he's seen, like obviously he's a young guy. The Jacksonville he's game, he's been great. He's, he, he's been good. He
0: worked yes. through some struggles to eventually start to play a little better, yes. which a rookie has to do. Yes,
2: and I, I mean, and honestly, that that lineup with Juju Branson, who I don't even remember his, the guy who ran the ball back really well. I forget his name. Torres Achilles. Bro, that just Torres Achilles. Uh, I, why, am I do, why am I blanking on his am name? Am I tripping? Why am is I blanking this embarrassing his... that I don't know? This is the guy – this is the dude that Naeem Hines said, this is your turn, and he just took the ball to the house. Remember that? Oh, Dallas Flowers. Yes, Flowers. Thank you. He was actually having a pretty good year. Like, he was not doing too bad. Yep. Thank you. Yes, Flowers. Right. And, and Bro just Torres Achilles and is done. I don't know. That just – that sucks. I – I, I – again – we knew this team we knew. would not have cornerback
0: yeah. depth after he got past Kenny Moore, and uh, hope we were hoping Juju. Ju- that's why we drafted a cornerback first round yes. of the draft. Like that's why you do it. Yes, you can't do much about Isaiah Rogers getting caught for betting, but you know <laughs> no he, or you
2: why I just I liked Isaiah Rogers, too. It's I did.
0: I really did. And he would listen. He'd be getting a great opportunity on this team right now. He would. Um. So that that that's what hurts. But again, I. If any Colts fan is listening, that one we get on Ballard a lot, and yeah. a lot of times, like I'll be honest, it is justified. Yeah. Like some of this, you want to have criticisms, I get it. This is not something where we need to be saying like this is ridiculous. How could you not have quarterback depth? Like, yeah, it. We knew this coming into the season. Don't act mad now. Like we all knew this was a problem.
2: Yeah, and you know what? And it's going to continue to be the problem. Um, it is. And the Colts aren't aren't going to be fantastic, no. but they'll be okay. They'll be all right. They'll be all right. They'll be fine. And uh, you know what? At the end of the day, it's whatever.
0: And they're playing in a schedule where they could rack up some wins. A couple.
2: uh, You know what? And if we don't, whatever. I mean, it's fine. Again, I think the whole point of this season was to develop Anthony Richardson, which is no longer the point of the season. So I'm not entirely sure what the point of the season is anymore. I'm I'm,
0: going to jump in here. I think even more than that, though, what I'm coming away with is even just to – the point of the season was just to see if Anthony Richardson – has it and he does whatever that is yeah. and I think even though that development may not have happened I think you can go into this off season and be like no there's real hope yeah. here that he yes. can be amazing and so I think that yes. more than anything is why I'm happy about how it turned out
2: and he's still learning things behind the scenes on how to be a pro you're yep. still learning from Gardner Minshew you're still gleaning things at least a little bit from yeah. from Sam Ellinger and from yeah. um, learning being the in system, the QB room stuff like that the system right. and everything I mean so not every not Everything is lost, right. not completely, but I mean it's still a massive letdown from what we were hoping to see sure. throughout the entire year. Um, and you know who else was a massive letdown? Josh McDaniels. Yeah. You know what? Thank God. Yeah. You know as we a Colts fan, yeah. as a Colts fan, we dodged an absolute bullet. We did got clowned on the internet for so long about that whole thing about how he just said, "Nah, going back to the Pats. You guys have Frank Reich. Thank you very much. Keep it moving." You know what? Thanks. Yeah.
0: Bro was bad. I, I have to be honest on this platform, when the Colts were thinking about hiring Josh McDaniels and ultimately like wanted to. Yeah. I was pretty happy. Yeah, no, I, I was mean, too. I even with uh I was too even with the Denver Broncos tenure that he had, which didn't go great, I no. thought you pair Andrew Luck with an offensive mind like yes. that, um, we're gonna be really good. But As it just turned out, like obviously, you know, he turned down the Colts job after agreeing to it, which was awful, yeah, in a crappy way to do it. But then he goes, he goes back to New England, and he and he does his thing with Brady. But then, you know, he gets to, you know, Las Vegas, yeah, and it's just terrible. And it makes you wonder, like, maybe he's just not not that good of a head coach. He might be a really good offensive coordinator. I think there's guys in this league,
2: Matt Patricia. That's a, that's a good defensive coordinator. Good Great. coordinators. Yes.
0: But when it comes to being a head coach, it's a different
2: beast. Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, there's different. another like – not, It's not always going to work out when you have a premier uh, coordinator that turns into a head coach. I mean, Eric Bieniemy has been passed up for years on a head coaching position. I just Maybe he just doesn't, yeah. doesn't have what it is. I don't know. I, that That's another story maybe I think what, a little bit too. To me yeah. – to me the i don't have much
0: to say on it i mean everybody saw how it played out so I mean, yeah everybody's got their opinion and i tend to agree with it but it is what really needs to be studied is how if you look at uh kyle shanahan's coaching or the shanahan coaching tree yes. which goes back to his dad yeah um but that has produced incredible head coaches where the bill belichick coaching
2: tree is produced for
0: whatever reason
2: nobody can no one and it's because everyone tries to be bill belichick and you can't patricia was not bill belichick josh mcdaniel's not bill belichick i mean it let me ask you this
0: though yeah and this goes and and i don't this could be a conversation for him because it's a debate that's going to be long had I am under the impression and the the thought of Brady and Belichick needed each other to be successful. Yes. But Brady on his own can thrive. Bill Belichick on his own cannot thrive. And it makes you think, is it the same way for these coaches that leave Bill Belichick? You know, when they're together, it makes them great. Yeah. But when they leave...
2: It's the opposite effect.
0: It's the opposite yeah. effect. Yeah. And I, th- to me, that's such an interesting dynamic to look at.
2: I don't know. And, you know, I don't know. I Brady was still successful, sure. Yeah. But, dear God, did he not have a fantastic crew around him? He did. I mean, people, people are talking about, oh, we'll always say that, like, well, Brady was obviously the thing that was working in New England, not Belichick, because when he left, he still won a Super Bowl. But, dog, you had Leonard Fournette, you had that entire defense of just... Vets that are wanting to come and play with Brady because Brady has all these Super Bowls and you had Bruce Arians at had coach and Bruce is fantastic. He's a great head coach. I, Tom Brady, again, for his entire career, had fantastic pieces yeah. around him. But you know what? Yeah, that's what greatness brings that right. too. So, I mean, it's just, I, I don't is know if it's it, a it, knock it, on Bill Belichick, but it, it, it is the fact it, that we did see it play out. It does kind of it, it does hinder it a little. It's a debate that's gonna be long had. I don't know if Always. there's was the right answer. I think in the end
0: yeah. in, in my I'm, again, I'm under the thought that they needed each other to achieve that success that they had. Yeah.
2: Well, Zooves, I think I think we'll probably wrap it up this here. Great I need episode. to get up to, to news link
0: stuff, yeah. so I, I got, I got to go finish up editing that podcast, which will be out tomorrow. So everybody should check it out. <laughs> well, hopefully, yes.
2: Please check out Indiana drive, anything you want to plug or anything like that. Other than Indiana drive, socials, any of that yeah, stuff.
0: No, Indiana drive. And I've had you on yeah. in the past. I just had Dan on recently. So yes. you can also go listen we to that out. episode. Yep. And I appreciate that. Um, that's the thing that I'm pouring my passion into right yeah. now, honestly, Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, And the other thing would be just as the Ball State women's basketball season gets going, I'll be doing some beat coverage for them. Uh So on Twitter, you can get me at Z-U-V-E-S-35. Yes. That's where you can see a lot of my like instant reactions yep. and you know my coverage of the Ball State
2: Women's Basketball team, anything like that. Turn those notifications on. I got them on. Work yeah, me. yeah. It's I, <laughs> Hey, I don't know. The I the Twitter notifications, i never saw your tweets until I turned those notifications on. I'm glad on. you do. It means got a them. lot. Yes, hey. You know what? I I was always missing out. Everyone I'd walk into the newsroom everybody talking about like, "Oh, you see what Zuber said on Twitter?" I'm like, "No, I I, I did not uh, actually." <laughs> so I'm glad I got those on and I'm in the conversation it, now. But yeah. But, thanks for coming on, man. I know, obviously, it's a little bit of a different, uh, it's different great. setup here. But, hey. It's great. Yeah. Um, always, always happy to come on whenever you guys yes, need Yes, of course. Hey, we'll, we'll, hopefully we'll have you back on one more time before this all kind of wraps up next Definitely. semester. I mean, I don't know what we're going to do. But we'll figure something out. Definitely. So, uh, for those listening, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And I'm going to go with a little bit of a throwback because shout out to Broncos for beating the Chiefs. We didn't even talk about that. Underqualified knuckleheads country. Let's ride. (laughs) (laughs) Let's ride. (laughs) Peace.